hey diddly ho there neighborinos welcome to another episode of where the fuck are the popcorn bags the podcast where we review a movie but not before we give you some tidbits and then go watch it i am the one and only mantis toboggan and uh more like army of the ned flanders am i right brianna um no but anyway i'm brianna and uh well someone tried to hug me the other day it was weird <laughs> out in public yeah some like random girl that i've known i don't know maybe a month tried to hug me and i was like whoa and she's like oh you're not a hugger and i was like nope especially a stranger like ooh. you know that sounds terrible and today we'll be watching the zombie heist film army of the dead directed by Zack snyder before we get into the movie of the night however brianna and i are going to talk about our expectations and discuss some things we learned about it while lazily scanning the internet and of course stay tuned for after the review for some headlines where we give our soup recipes (laughs) (laughs) um also i just want to say uh we talked last week about uh some confusion over liam neeson's career choices brianna do you remember that nope okay well we i think we mentioned we, we, we might have mentioned it last week and i just watched clash of the titans today caught the caught the end of that and now i just want to say that i think he made the right move by only doing the heist films he was doing some knockoff gandalf and it was terrible it was super weird i hated it uh yeah I so i think that him uh yeah maybe uh maybe it was on dope flicks my other podcast go check it out um we got some comment we got some commentary episodes up and uh, brianna did our Brianna's going to come on soon and, and watch First Kid with us, so so that'll be fun. But either way, uh, oh God, Liam Neeson... I forgot to announce that. Um, yeah, I'm going to announce that because it's going to be so fun. Well, I don't know if that's what I want to commit to. Well, we can do more than one, so let's just get into the show, though. I mean, yeah, I'm here. Tidbits! Tids. Brianna, shut up, you dummy. I have a tidbit. Army of the Dead is the movie of the night, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. And we'll start off with Brianna because she's just interrupting like a motherfucker tonight. And it's super annoying. So so what you got? What you got, you manic? You manic Nothing. girl? You manic lady? Well, because this is a Zack Snyder film, there was a lot of just like, I don't want to say nonsense because I know people researched for themselves and found all these informational facts to put on the internet and i feel bad calling it nonsense but it's kind of nonsense to me after justice league the snyder cut that we just had to watch and had to make so i didn't really read any of those i read them didn't process them so i just got the normal stuff that we always talk about with tidbits like it was filmed in atlantic city not las vegas because who the hell was in atlantic city nobody nobody well, Go that's off. well, yeah. I, I mean, like, but there's, there's more to it, and we'll get into it, uh, in a little bit. See, you're just like, you know, let, let me leave, let me leave, right? You, you, <laughs> throwing out crazy tidbits like that. A little, you, you'll know when to jump in. Uh, Army of the Dead. There was no tidbits. First conceived by Zack Snyder when making his uh, 2004 cult classic Dawn of the Dead, he was just filming it, and then he, he thought that. This movie would be pretty cool, and uh, I think it's going to be pretty cool. But uh, Although it's not set in the same universe, uh, the project itself was announced by Warner Brothers in 2007. So by that point in time, it, he pretty much already had a, a script made with a dude named Joby Harold helping him. Uh, <laughs> Joby. <laughs> but that that, that 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 script sat in production hell until like 2019 when Netflix bought the rights to the film because Zack Snyder was probably like, "Hey, I got this project. Anybody want to buy it?" And Netflix was like, "Yeah, fuck yeah." Uh, so at the time, Joby Harold, Joby, uh, he had only written a movie called Awake, starring Hayden Christensen and Jessica Alba. I'd never heard I've of it. I've seen that movie. Have you really? 
Yes, I've I seen really, it. I you, saw it in theaters. Oh my god, I had a feeling you did. How was it? Honestly, I love Jessica Alba, and I didn't see it because she was in it. But I do watch a lot of movies that she's in just because I like her. It was honestly very interesting. Five um, seconds. What's it about? Sum it, it up. Fu- sum it up in a sentence. Five seconds. Jessica Alba goes in for surgery. I'm pretty sure it's Jessica Alba, not Hayden Christensen. He goes into surgery and he wakes up. They wake up in the middle of surgery, like your worst nightmare. You get anesthesia oh. and you wake up in the middle of surgery and it's like, whoa, and that's the movie. Wow. Okay. That sounds that sounds terrible. So this guy must have known Zack Snyder to, uh, they must have been boys and that's why they started writing this film together. I love the 2004 that's Dawn of the Dead and I actually watched it yesterday. It's an OG. I love it. It's, it's so very good, so very concise. Everybody should go watch that before they watch this because it'll just ramp you up. Uh, the original director, Brianna, was a, <laughs> was... Supposed to be a guy named now. I haven't practiced this, so I'm just gonna try it. Matthias Van Hageningen Jr. I'm assuming Swedish. Uh, he uh, directed the Thing reboot from 2011. So why wouldn't they just have Zack Snyder do it? Like I don't, I don't know. I don't know why Warner Brothers didn't want Zack Snyder to do it, and they wanted the guy who directed the Thing to do it. I mean, I guess you know if you, you know you have some. Uh, I don't know. Zack Snyder fucking did Donna. Why wouldn't you want to do this? That's so stupid. Because Zack Snyder's a diva. That's true. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's true. Either way, Netflix chose to bring in someone named Shea Hatton to help him, uh, to help the two of them out on this screenplay. So they already had that screenplay written from 2007, and then they just kind of expanded on it and changed it with this dude Shea, Shea Hatton. Now, here's this dude Shea Hatton's deal. He's... I think he's kind of fresh, Brian. Okay, he was a screenwriter on the John Wick three movie. Um, he was asked to write this movie, and uh, he will be doing John Wick four and five. Um, just just for the record, though, okay, the Army of the Dead has already turned into a franchise because he's also writing an anime for Netflix called Army of the Dead: Lost Vegas, which will star everyone from this movie. And they're going to be doing the voices of their characters. And so that, that's a prequel show. And then they're doing like another prequel movie. Um, so that's a prequel show where the zombies first rise up. And then they're doing another prequel that they already shot called Army of Thieves that finished filming. And that stars the dude who plays a guy named Dieter in this movie. The big goofy white guy. So there's already they already finished a... And that's going to be a prequel. That's going to be like him leading a group of people through the desert and so there are two prequels one's an anime and so that was real quick so but but my, the, the thing i'm most excited about by this guy shay hatton brianna is that he's also writing uh, a movie called day shift starring jamie fox and dave franco and do you want to hear the synopsis of this movie of course a hard-working blue-collar dad who just wants to provide a good life for his quick-witted eight-year-old daughter uh, his mundane San Fernando Valley pool cleaning job is a front for his real source of income, hunting and killing vampires. Okay, never mind. I wish I didn't hear that. <laughs> Why? That sounds bad. That sounds badass. Uh, you don't I'm like just, that? I'm just so over ja- vampires. Jamie Foxx as a pool cleaner who kills vampires on the low? That doesn't sound enjoyable to you? No. Ugh, I'm surprised and disappointed. 
I'm sorry. I what if I had just said no to the synopsis at altogether? The last I thing I want to look watch is Jamie Foxx hunt vampires. I'm sorry. But we'll see. What? Why? <laughs> I'm just I don't know. After watching Project Power, I was kind of just sitting there and I was like, what's Jamie Foxx doing? I really like Jamie Foxx in Baby Driver. He was really good in that. And that was pretty much the last thing I enjoyed him in. Other than uh, Soul. But that wasn't really him. That was his voice. Uh, no, that's fair. I'll give it to you. Well, that's a, that's a shame. Uh, it's going to be directed by a stuntman. So it's going to be like lots of action. Uh, a stuntman for that was on John Wick too. He's been stuntmanning for a very long time, and I mean, hey, a lot of good stuntman. At last time, a stuntman got the reins to a movie that was John Wick itself, and so we'll see, we'll see. So July nineteen, July two thousand nineteen rolls around, Brianna, and the cast of this movie is Dave Bautista, Ella Purnell, Anna De La Regura. Theo Rossi, shout out, uh, Sons of Anarchy, Garrett Dillahunt, Raul Castillo, Omari Hardwick, Chris D'Elia, Hiroyuki Sanada, Nora Arnazeder, Matthias Schweighofer, and Samantha Joe. You wanna you wanna you wanna tell me what happens next after July two thousand nineteen? <laughs> what comes ha- what happens a year later? What happens a year later around August twenty twenty? <laughs> This is kind. Of, this comes as an upsetting thing for me to think about because, literally, right after I had crushed season one and two of You on Netflix, the news broke that Chris. How do you say his last name? Dalia. Dalia, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, right after I binged seasons one and two of You, Chris Dalia fucking comes out as a <laughs> pedo perv not a pedo but a perv and i was like oh fuck he was so good in that and i'm so mad that he did this i'm very disappointed in him like honestly allegedly did this very disappointed i mean very <sighs> just like it sounds like something that this guy would kind of do you know what i mean like, <laughs> he sounds like he would maybe send a couple dick pics like I don't know. He sounds like kind of dude would do that. He you know how like, many I'm people probably like, sent dick. You know how many dick pics I've gotten in my life, and nev- I, this is gonna sound bad, but I've never been like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna fucking destroy that person now. Like it's just you just Brianna anti-feminism, Brianna anti-feminism. But you know how many people probably, you know how many celebrities probably sent their dicks to people. Just think about it. Just think about all the dicks that have been floating around the cloud that came from celebrities. Yeah, but what if it was a gross dick and you hated it? And you're just like, ugh, well, fuck that's this not, guy that's and his not dick. Nice. You don't wanna be you don't wanna say that people have gross dicks. Unless there's like something growing off of it. Like you don't want to be mean. No, you, you be rude you can tell, to people's dicks. You can be rude to people's dicks. You let everybody know their dick's small and gross and weird. Ladies, empower yourself. Let them know. Well, no, that's not uh, nice because they obviously know that their dick is small and gross and weird. And so you don't want to, like, <laughs> taunt it. <laughs> but anyway, I was just really disappointed well, they... that I put in a lot of time and effort to watch seasons one and two. And then for him to fucking just treat me like this, I also was just like, what the fuck? So anyway, let's get back to the story. Chris I, I, didn't, I didn't even know he was in you. 
Is that really how you say his name? I'm like questioning it. Yeah, Crystal. Yeah, no, Crystal. Yeah, I swear to God. People with apostrophes in their names, like their last names, really throw me off if you haven't figured it out. So Crystalia yeah, filmed his whole role in this movie. All words throw you off. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so but what Crystalia happens? Crystalia gets his whole filmed the whole thing. Army of the Dead. He was there with the whole crew. Dave Batista probably was like, he's probably proofreading all of his dick pic text messages. <laughs> anyway, so he filmed the whole thing. News broke that he comes out as a perv. Most likely. We can't even say allegedly. He was most likely a perv. And so Netflix, Zack Snyder, Army of the Dead crew was like, ooh, good to get rid of him. So they pretty much brained him and they got Tignataro to come in and replace him. So she filmed the entire role for Army of the Dead with a green screen all by herself. And you want to talk about female empowerment? You go, Tig. That's incredible to me. So, like, because of COVID protocols, they couldn't reshoot naturally. So they digitally removed Chris D'Elia from every shot he was in, and then hired Tig Notaro for the for the role you to want like it, just like, stand in front, like in front of a green screen and in rear lines. I've seen a couple of the clips, and she does a good job. I mean, I really like Tig Notaro, and I'm interested to see how it kind of all meshes together. For, like, the whole movie. You didn't mention how she's never once met any of the cast. Well, yeah, there was a big story. It's not, like, a dramatic thing or anything, but there was a story that Dave Bautista has still never met Tig (laughs) even though, like, they were in an entire two-and-a-half-hour movie together. That's both Um, amazing and incredible to me. Like, the the technology that's come so far. You, You know, she said she was just, like, talking to, like, big hulking guys in in green suits <laughs> honestly all special effects like that blow my mind like when you uh you have someone that is supposed to look a certain way and just it just amazes me how actors can do it yeah 100 percent. uh they filmed in la new mexico and rihanna new jersey right atlantic club casino jersey. in atlantic city new jersey uh lmao uh, which Did had been they closed. Film in the New Mexico bush. They, <laughs> I know they probably uh, went and filmed in where they uh, Taylor Sheridan built his own forest. They just reused it. I bet they were in the fire tower. Um, yeah, yeah, they they filmed in the fire tower. Uh, so the Atlanta Club Casino had been closed for five years already. So it was probably looking extra dusty in there. <laughs> <laughs> no special uh, effects were needed for that no it just looks extra crunchy and dusty because it's an 85 year old casino that nobody's been in for half a decade super decrepit uh, they made a fucking documentary for this on Netflix by the way did you for know the that? decrepit building or for the making of army of the dead making of army of the dead I did I saw that they came out with like a special making of thing but from what I was lazily scanning was that you had to watch the movie in order to get to the making of part. Did I make Oh, that I up? had not seen that. I don't know. I had not seen that. I had not seen that. Well, we'll find uh, out. Yeah, we will. Critics have not been too kind uh, to it yet. 6.1 out of 10 on IMDb based on 
46,769 reviews. It's a lot of I reviews. I that this slaps. Uh, 71% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes based on 181 reviews and a 77% audience score based on 100 reviews. That's all right. 57% on Metacritic. Not great. Uh, also, 77% of Google users liked this movie. This should be a should be a 92% of Google users like Isn't this a Netflix movie? Why are there no reviews on it? I heard it slaps, but there's a lot of people saying that the time is it's a little too long, but I, I I'm excited for it. So, I'm I'm going into it ready, open arms. It's 8:30 at night. We'll see you at 11 o'clock <laughs> to tell you how we feel about it. Brian, you got any more tidbits before we uh, you give us the synopsis? I do. Um, I also have oh, that cool. Dave Batista took this role over a role in the Suicide Squad, the upcoming one. Interesting. So we'll see if this was... I mean, we haven't seen the new Suicide Squad, but there's obviously a lot more hype about that one than Army of the Dead. Yeah. So we'll see if he made the right decision, especially since mm-hmm. Davy Boy is not going to want to be Drax anymore. We'll see. Mm, I think they might. Regrets. I think I still think they. I still think they want to give him. Uh, they're, he he wants more money, and they're just going to give it to him because because he's Drax. But okay, all right. Let's uh, give me that synopsis. Do you want the one I made up or the real one? The one you made up. Zombies meets Ocean's Eleven with boobies. Okay, good enough for me. Let's uh, everybody grab your soup. Your bongs and your bowls, and we are going to hit the road, Jack. And don't you come back. No mo, no mo, no mo, no mo. Just kidding. Come back in a couple seconds. And in three, two, one. And we're back from watching Army of the Dead. Um, it was good. It was fine. Uh, I'm. I'm <laughs> I'm well. I'm a little. I'm. I'm a little. I'm in a weird place right now because I was just looking at my notes and I realized that I have a lot more least favorite parts than favorite parts. But it didn't feel that way. But I guess. I guess we'll just get into it. Brianna, right off the bat, what'd you think of the movie? I liked it. I liked it in the sense that it was enjoyable while I watched it. I don't think I'll ever need to see it again, though. It was a good zombie movie. Mm-hmm. Hard to make a bad bad zombie movie right there was some humor there was a decent amount of action there can be a bad zombie movie zombie first was a bad zombie movie was it though yeah. was it though yeah it was terrible thor mean okay yeah that's fine it was pretty bad um it was as bad as our audio on that thing it was bad yeah the cgi in this was a lot better uh <laughs> i get actually actually it had a 90 million dollar budget yeah i would think it would be better <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, the way that I would sum up my experience watching this movie would be that it had five plot lines and it really didn't need three of them. Yeah, I can see where people, I agree with the people that said it was a little too long. It didn't drag, but there was parts where you're just like, did this need to be in there? But then it kind of brings you back to like, well, Zach kind of just getting what he wants and they just allowed him to do that. And they weren't like, Zach, honey, like, maybe you should take some input from other people. And he's like, no. <laughs> because of that, I, w- I wasn't able to get emotionally invested in the cast. Not like I was with Dawn of the Dead. And like I said, I watched Dawn of the Dead last night. And, you know, you have this band of characters. There's probably about eight or ten different people. And you get uh, a sense of them all. And by the end of it, when they die, you're like, oh, fuck, not that guy. You know? Um, and mm-hmm. I, there was none of that in this movie. Um, and also, I just want to say that uh, 
I think the gore was a little better in Dawn of the Dead. Uh, just because it was a little more realistic. The the gore in this was very CGI. It was obviously very computer generated. There was not a lot of like practical blood effects. And it kind of took away a little something of that. There was a, a point in time where you see a tiger bite somebody's head off. Uh, and it just, I don't know, it's cool. Like it was badass. But it didn't, I don't know, it, it didn't produce the same kind of emotion I felt last night when I was watching people get eaten by zombies. Uh but you know uh, really this movie begs the question for me Brianna would people be in FEMA camps just like living life like making TikToks like I'm in a zombie FEMA camp like Bugs Bunny FEMA camp Bugs Bunny I mean I don't know because uh, I know that Vegas has a lot of like actual just residents that aren't people that are tourists so all the people that were living in Vegas at the time were displaced when the zombie apocalypse came and took out the central hub of Las Vegas. So I just can't imagine those people being, I don't know. I feel like there's just other places for those people to go because you're really not from Vegas. Like you went, you came from somewhere. Like why didn't they just go back to where they came from? Like, not in like my a mean big, sense, but like <laughs> Yeah. My big question was like, how did they wall off the city so efficiently? My big thing is we'll get to it in the spoiler zone, but yeah, I d I don't really From what I've seen in other, I don't want to compare it to other zombie movies, but there's some holes. Um, yeah. Like the like the holes being there's not being a need for daddy daughter drama. Or... Like the holes in the tiger's face. Like, there's just <laughs> a lot of holes. There there didn't need to be a, a daughter storyline. There didn't need to... Oh, so many storylines. There's a couple different things at stake in this movie, too. Like, there's several different things in this movie that the characters are going, Oh, no, we have to watch out for this specific thing. And it's just too many. Like, the if there was just, like, one, it would have been more succinct. I'll give you an example. Like... Very early on in the movie, you find out that when they're going in to get the money, and it's a zombie heist movie, so they're going into a the to, to, into a vault, and they're going to get some money, and they have to get out before the the Las Vegas is nuked. Okay, and that would have been good enough for me. Like, okay, there's a time limit, but then they just keep adding more stakes and more stakes, and there's like I'm, there's just too many plot lines, and they're not hard to follow, but they just like. They they just don't really add much to it, and and then by the end, you're not like, oh, this movie's dragging, but you're a little bit bored because there's some things that they could have s snipped out. And Zack Snyder's really good, but maybe a bit of uh, studio interference would have helped in this thing. <laughs> just just like a tiny, tiny, tiny bit. Just like you didn't need a couple, like one of the storylines you really didn't need to see. And I'll get more into it in the spoiler zone. Um, but... But but before we get before we get into that, I I really want to talk about specifically Rihanna. What did you think about the Tignataro like green screen role? What did you think of that? Well, I asked you during the movie what like was it shot for shot Tignataro totally replacing Chris? What, how do you Dalia. Dalia. <laughs> <laughs> Was it shot for shot, like her replacing him, or was it, you know, we had to cut a lot of 
content out because, you know, you weren't really there with him, Tig. Sorry, honey, but, like, you did your best. In my opinion, I don't really think Tig Notaro needed to be in the movie at all. Like, that character, not her. I would have loved to see her in it in another role, but I don't think that character needed to be super important. Oh, 100%. She was good in it. She's funny. She's solid, and she played the role right. And she probably <laughs> played it with a bit of, like, cheekiness, knowing that... Like she wasn't acting with anybody, you know, like she's, she's, she's pretty, uh, I guess you'd say, uh, like witty. (laughs) She's a good comedian. (laughs) So I think that she might've like kind of put a little snark into the role that really wasn't there when Chris D'Elia, the rapist was doing it. Oh, who said that? Uh, I agree though. I think that you didn't need her. It was, let's. (laughs) It kind of gets into your whole, like there was too many plot lines. Like she could have just been anybody. Brianna made a fantastic <laughs> observation while we were watching the movie, and essentially, Tignataro, while you're watching this, it looks exactly like the scenes that Kevin James remakes on his YouTube channel, where he inserts himself into famous movie scenes. Um, that's exactly what what it is while you're watching this movie, and it's really hard. Once you notice it, it's really hard to stop noticing it. The CGI looks fine. They did a great job of taking out Chris D'Elia and putting in Tignataro. But it's just kind of like, you can kind of tell she's like not really in the movie. <laughs> like, it's just weird. It's it's so weird. Um, not bad, but just like weird. I, 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 I haven't said it yet, but I liked the movie. <laughs> I just want to get that. I want to get that across. I'm not like, I didn't hate the movie and I'm not trying to shit on it. it. I just really didn't realize how much, I didn't realize how much trouble I had with it. And I'm realizing slowly as as we do our review, and it's changing my popcorn bags rating in my head as we speak. Oh no! Yeah. Um, what did you like? I guess that's all I have for that. That's all I have for like the the non spoiler zone. I think it was good. I think that it had really good CGI. I think the budget showed through. I liked Batista. The acting was fine. There were a lot of badass moments. Great action. Some cool practical explosions. A little too much CGI, but I understand because they had to create like thousands of zombies and a completely new world and all that shit. So so that's that's fine. That's cool. Um, but didn't need the weird emotion that they tried to pass through in all these different storylines. Uh, the zombies had a storyline, like an emotional storyline. Um, it just, it was, it was just, it was just too much. It was just, too, we'll get into it, but it was, it was just too much. How, how many popcorn bags are you giving it, Brianna? Mm, uh, out of 50 popcorn bags. Rated on a, you know what? We, we're going to have a zombie movie scale here <laughs> because we like zombie movies. I love zombie movies. And um, so we're going to have a specific so we zombie. Like we're them, rating guess, this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we so if Mantis likes them, Brianna likes them. Uh, so we're gonna have a specific zombie movie rating scale. So so rate this against other zombie movies you've seen. Out of six nom nom noms, I would give it. <laughs> <laughs> Out of fifty nom nom noms. Out of fifty nom nom noms, being the nom noms, the zombies biting other people, I would give it. Shout out Arister Six. I would give it. Um, a thirty-four nom nom noms out of fifty. Okay. Okay. Uh, for me, okay. A high oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. I would give it a thirty-six nom nom noms because I'll get into it in the spoiler zone, but it's not really a big spoiler. But I'll get into it in the spoiler zone on specifically why I just I upped it. Okay. Oh, you upped it. Okay. 
All right. Well, All yeah, right. I went I from thirty-four to four 36. to thirty-six. Yeah, yeah, that's what we'll that's what we'll call it. Um, the high water mark for me for zombie movies would be something like a Zombie Land or a Shaun of the Dead. That would be <laughs> definitely yeah. a a high water mark for zombie movies, and a Dawn of the Dead, of course. Uh, but so I would give this a yeah. I, honestly, I'm right around where you're at. I'm giving to give it a thirty-five out of fifty popcorn bags, and and I'm and I'm definitely recommending it. Uh to fans of zombie movies it's not for everybody but who listens to this who listens to this podcast if you listen to this podcast you're probably gonna like it so just so just go watch the fucking movie that's all i gotta say i'm sick of i'm sick of if you're watching if you listen to the goddamn podcast you're gonna like the movie go go watch it go watch it it's fine i think even if you're not into zombie movies totally you could watch it if you're not into blood you're definitely not gonna want to watch it like if you're just like a lover of all movies and you're like yeah i love movies if you don't like blood you're not gonna watch this one though no uh no if you don't like action movies you're not gonna watch this but it was um, like yeah if you're into action movies yeah you could watch it you don't have to necessarily love zombies but i mean compared to 2020 we have watched a lot of action movies this year a lot a considerable amount more and uh i wonder i wonder if if uh people tune in and out based on the genre of movie that that they that they like i would i would assume so you know mo- the, our episodes do fluctuate depending on you know what we watch the the father did not do as well as the godzilla father was Kong, not as funny as, as we thought as it you, was gonna be as, as you can imagine <laughs> <laughs> the father was supposed to be a comedy uh, funniest okay. thing was anthony hopkins winning um Oh, just, whoa! Oh. Sp- spoiler zone. <laughs> spoiler zone, Brianna. You're telling people about Oscar, Oscar spoilers. Yeah, the Oscars happened already. Some people haven't watched them yet. They have them okay, on the well, DVRs. Okay, well, if you haven't watched it, you're not watching it by now. No, some people have things to do. <laughs> okay, sure. Fa- favorite parts, least favorite parts, Brianna. Let's start off with your favorite farts. Let's start off with my favorite farts. Favorite fart number one was the zomboobies. There was a great scene where there was zomboobies of some Vegas showgirls that were zombified and they were running after some guy. They got him in like a Vegas hotel hot tub and they tore him apart. It was wonderful. I liked it. That was in the that was in the very beginning of the movie. Yes. One of my favorite Yeah, it was definitely fake, but one of my favorite scenes right off the bat that seemed most realistic to me was when the guy gets his lower jaw ripped off. That was a really good gore scene for me. It wasn't super gory. Also in the beginning of the movie, very intense though and super badass. But a lot of unexplained like things happened and we were just kind of left there hanging like Tignataro. We just didn't know what was going on. Like where did everyone come from? What was going on with that guy? Where did the zombie come from? It was... We won't yeah, get see, into it. We won't spoil the the favorite parts yet. <laughs> no, we'll get into that in least favorite parts. But I will say that the the very beginning of the movie, the main zombie is bald, and then I think we're led to believe that he has now grown a full head of like uh, Winter Soldier. I think, yeah, he, it was him. You know, showing that time progressed. But he was bald, like bald, bald. Like I don't know. Like I don't think that like, mean, bald men just honestly. can't grow hair unless zombies. Well, here's a huge spoiler. Their pubes are probably. Zombie pubes are probably wild. You can't trim your pubes. It's just if your hair's growing, everything's growing. Well, maybe he didn't have any. Maybe he got it lasered off. It's fair. They they have a pretty complex. Society. He didn't have a belly button. He just certainly didn't have any hair in his chest. So 
I didn't see any armpit hair either. Their skin looks really rough. I don't even know if like they can grow hair out of their you know, bodies. This is, this is like the the twentieth zombie movie I've ever seen, and I I still haven't seen a zombie dick. If anybody knows where I can see a zombie dick, uh, shout out. Let me know. I'm talking like a serious zombie dick, not like a porn zombie dick. Yeah, yeah, not like She Hulk. I want like like a zombie dick. Oh well, yeah. Hollywood Hollywood zombie dick. <laughs> I, I want and don't send me a... just pictures of your nasty dick. I want like a real zombie dick. <laughs> well, what if that's just what zombie dicks look like? They are just nasty dicks. Whoa, I thought we were going to dick shame, Brianna. That's what you said to me. You said you don't shame people about their small, gross dicks. You started it. Mm-hmm. What else you got for favorite parts? Well, this isn't my favorite part, but this is a major spoiler. Zombies produce sperm that make babies. Yes. You yes, there was first. There was a zombie <laughs> baby that, that got ripped out of uh, the zombie mother's I can't body. tell if that was my favorite part or my least favorite part, but when I saw that baby that was like blue and then it turned, you know, regular flesh colored after being exposed to the the outside oxygen, I don't know what my mind was thinking, but it was wild. Uh, how about the fucking village of zombies that were all surrounding him? And then what, he like he ripped it out of her belly. And then he fucking tur- lion kinged it, it up there. <laughs> well, it turned from magic blue to just like pale. And then, yeah, and then he lion kinged it. And they were all like, they were like the gazelle from the Lion King. They were like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, I didn't know what to think at that point. So that's why I'm like, I don't know if it was a least or a favorite. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part was just like I have the zombies because uh-huh. they were the they were my favorite part. I loved the zombie tigger, Siegfried and Roy's tiger, which oh, I called that hole in its face. Well, they they also very badass as Siegfried and Roy's tiger. No, I mean I called that it was Siegfried and Roy's tiger. I was like, okay, That's yeah, but honestly, Siegfried how many tigers tiger? are roaming around Vegas? I said it was Mike Tyson's tiger. Yeah, that's why you were wrong, and I was right. Well, I think certain. we all forgot about Mike Tyson's tiger. Um, I. <laughs> We did, we did. I I won't lie, but I thought his tiger was in Thailand. Um, either way, uh, no one. I have Kevin one. Kevin James's Tignataro, and I actually have the Zomboobies too. Um, I like that was, scene. It was a good scene. Yeah. Oh, how about my favorite scene was definitely yeah. when the the badass Latina chick starts stabbing zombies in the head while she's trying to like get out of there. She's like shooting zombies and fucking beating the shit out of everybody. It was badass. That was, it the, was the best action scene. Considering, okay, see, it was because she had gone into the whole zombie heist thing as like, I've never killed a zombie before. And she just, she was one of those people that you hope is on your zombie apocalypse team because she just hit a switch and she was all of a sudden a zombie killer. Yeah, and she got double crossed, so she should have made it. But that guy who, the the white man. She didn't really get double crossed. She kind of got like tricked. She got sabotaged. Yeah, that's by bad. the white man. Well, she did get she got <laughs> she got double crossed. How? Because he was supposed to help her as a team, and then he like fed her to the zombies. What do you mean how? He was the reason that she got all fucked up. Yeah, he took but... the little he took the glow stick and threw it down the alley, <laughs> so she would double crossed. Yes, because it's it's a double cross because... Well, you gotta double was... cross the whole team because there was... 
A lot of things yeah, he I kept mean, to himself. I mean, yeah, he double-crossed the entire team. He he was just trying to get the zombie head, which let's just get into least favorite parts. Uh, <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I have one more favorite part. Oh, okay, fine, fine. What was it? I don't have this any This is the favorite part that pumped my score up to a 36 out of 50 nom-nom-noms. Oh, okay. I forgot slash remembered that I liked the original concept of the zombies being the alphas and the shamblers. I don't think I've ever seen that. I don't think we've ever seen zombies thinking for themselves and, you know, having this sort of hierarchy. A zombie, hi- yes, zombie hierarchy. That was cool. That was a nice, nicely added touch. I wish they didn't dive deeper into it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I liked the hierarchy. I didn't think they needed the zombie baby and the zom side chick, but like, it was interesting to see that, like, yeah, there was an alpha, and like, yeah, we, you know, we have to make sure we play by everyone's rules, or they're gonna fucking just eat our faces off. Yeah, and so let's just get into the least favorite part because I, <laughs> I, I just want to, I really need to talk about this. Um, there. So essentially, what happens is this: this man hires Batista and his crew to go into. The hotel that has like a billion dollars in the safe, and he wants them to bring it out. Uh, so they go into this, they go into Las Vegas to retrieve this shit. They get like some coyote that they call her. They call uh, her just, coyote. No, they called her like a coyote. That's what they called her. They literally <laughs> okay. said that at one point in time. That's literally what they said. It's they, a coyote. I know, but they called her a coyote. That they, no, they, I don't yes, think they, they did. I think did. he must have been really high at that point. Oh my soup. god! So, <laughs> so, so this bitch brings him in there, and she also brings this other idiot who they don't really know what's going on. He just looks like somebody who has a lot of money and wants to party, uh, kill some zombies, and see some shit. Um, so everybody goes in there, and the team goes into the hotel to retrieve the money, and the coyote and this man stay yeah, outside. Yeah, we both missed why that guy was there. <laughs> in the first place like we found out later but we we missed the explanation on how he got there they did not explain it it just happens they did i think we missed it they have to they have to give a uh they have to give a sacrifice to get into the city according to the sharon stone coyote yes and so they sacrifice theo rossi and aka chris dilly was and then and then these two alphas um grab him and they take him into the fucking like this olympus hotel and they they have their way with him and so now things are fine and they can cross through the city whatever uh for some reason the coyote and the the white man stay outside uh while the team goes into the hotel and um during all this she says we'll be okay because we made a trade uh 20 minutes later the alpha zombies come back and they go to attack the two people standing outside. So what's the fucking point of the trade? Okay? I don't I don't understand it. It 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 really really bothered me. I was confused as to why it was needed. It seemed to trigger an event even more like to make the more ferocious alpha angry, but I thought they weren't supposed to stay out in the streets. Like so I I don't know why they were out there. I don't know why those zombies came back and attacked them when they had a truce or a trade or whatever. And I, I just didn't like that. Uh, one of the zombies that came over to attack them was the wife of, like, the main, the main, main boss zombie. And she was the one carrying the baby. And that was just stupid. That was very, very stupid. Um, I, I, I didn't like that one bit. Zombabies. 
So you just explained the whole movie just to tell us that you didn't like the zombie or that there was a zom romance? Yeah, well, you're not much help, so what do you want me to do? Well, you wouldn't let me talk. You didn't want me to interrupt you. No, you, well, you did anyway. If you yeah, want me to run back the tape, you would... are vacuuming right now. 11.26 p.m. My neighbors upstairs decide to vacuum their house. Well, with not just a I... conventional vacuum. Some sort of weird rolling I... vacuum that doesn't sound like other vacuums. It's not just your regular bissel. I would take a I would take a broom and just hit the top of a... They couldn't hear it because they're vacuuming. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, I... I liked the, okay, I did like the hierarchy of zombies. I said it before, I'll say it again. I liked how there was the alphas and then there was just the fucking little peasant zombies. <laughs> but one of the holes that was there was the wall they built to keep all the zombies in Vegas and then, you know, keep themselves out of Vegas was three shipping containers high. Now, we've all seen a shipping container we know what they look like. There was only three high of those. And I'm going to reference other zombie movies. If Why didn't they take the little zombie peasants, stack them all up? Wouldn't have taken that many, and they could have just built a little hill and just climbed over. And if these Be fucking zombies were so fucking smart, why didn't they think of that? Because remember the guy said... This is you think that you're trapping them in here, but this is their kingdom. So I think they wanted to be in there. But they could go out and explore. The world is their oyster. They could take over everything. Did you see how fast they were? They were dodging fucking bullets. Um, they were yeah, snapping I... next to the point where spines were coming out of shoulders. Like they clearly have some sort of like superpower. Like they're kind of like the Winter Soldier, but like a little scary, a little scary version, where he yeah, eats I... people too. Um, <laughs> I didn't like how the the main alpha died at the end, where Batista just shot him in the head, and his like his head exploded, like he used a magic bullet, like the blender. Yeah, well, he was, he was like, he was, I, I hate you. It. I hate you. Uh, yeah, they, that was kind of like a cheesy ending. It was like, yeah, the whole time we could just shot him straight in the head. Like, why did the zombie take, the alpha zombie take his little metal vibranium helmet off? That was the whole point of him wearing it was so the bullets just bounce right off of it. And then he just gets so pissed, like off camera, we see him rip it off and then he jumps into the helicopter. That didn't, it was kind of just like, oh. I wish he pushed him out and he went splat. Yeah, <clears throat> that would have been cooler. I mean, they do take the Zom mommy's head and they splat that thing on the the yeah. sidewalk. That's pretty good. You didn't need you didn't even need the alpha zombie plotline. It could have just been a movie about them going in to secure the bag and then this guy double crosses them and then they can't get out. Like that could have been the entire movie. You didn't need the zombie. You didn't need the FEMA camp, TikTok, daughter, Batista storyline. That was not necessary whatsoever. I, I really don't understand why that was a thing. Um, I was also upset that Mr. Mr. Man, Mr. White Guy Man, um, when he double-crossed everybody. My thing is, so so easy, easy squeezy lemon, easy squeezy lemon, lemon peasy. Uh, didn't care about the money. <laughs> And just wanted the head of that queen, right? So why wouldn't he have just... Why wouldn't the guy have just snuck out after he got it instead of just going into the hotel too? Like, he cut off the zombie's head. 
And then he could have just booked. He didn't have to go into the hotel to, like, trick them. He could have just, like, they, they were right next to the wall. He could have just, like, went back into the wall and left. Yeah, but that just wouldn't m- have been a shorter movie, and that wouldn't have been as fun for Zach. I, I guess you're right. That's why you didn't really need the. That's really you didn't really need that plot line, huh? You didn't really. What would have been cool? Hopefully, Zack Snyder's listening to this, and we'll take our suggestions. What would have been cool would be if Dave Bautista had a daughter, and we didn't know about her, and then at the end she comes in and kind of saves the day. That would have been a little more exciting if he really wanted to have a daddy daughter moment. Um, it wouldn't have eaten up so much time like the the plot of the the daddy-daughter in this one did. Um, oh, well, I mean, like, to that point, though, Brianna, they also didn't need the fucking... So the FEMA camp TikTok daughter, <laughs> she is helping this, like, this family, this mom. Yeah, and, the whole family didn't need kids. to be there either. And and for some reason, they really needed to get into the ho- the, the hotel because they wanted to get some money. They thought they could do it. Uh, they didn't so, want to do it for this bad guy, though. They just wanted to do it so when they got transferred to their other FEMA camp, they had more money. Yeah, for sure. And so I get for it, some though. reason, like, they they got in there and then the daughter had to save them at the very end of the movie, which just extended the movie. Which, honestly, I don't want to blame her, but had she not... if Okay, we can't take her out of the movie because obviously that's what Zack Snyder wanted. But had she not been a little whiny crybaby about it, she could have just let her dad go in there, save this woman, Gita, while TikTok FEMA daughter was in the TikTok FEMA camp. And Dave Batista wouldn't be dead. Gita wouldn't have been dead. Gita totally fucking disappears. Like, that's not explained either. So in the end, when they're all in the helicopter, it's Dave Batista, Tignataro, TikTok FEMA girl. Gita, the girl that, you know, TikTok FEMA girl had to save, and then fucking Alpha Zombie. Alpha Zombie gets blown up. Tignataro takes a, a bullet, and then she takes a helicopter blade at the end. <laughs> FEMA TikTok camp daughter, she's gets thrust out of the helicopter, but she survives. Dave Batista dies, and then Gita's nowhere to be seen. So it's like, so we don't get any closure on that. Like, Dave Batista literally dies, and we don't even get to see the woman, like, run off into the sunset with her kids like what you're so right because they were out running a nuclear blast and then the helicopter goes down and she was sitting in the back that's the last time we saw her she was like cowering in fear in the back she was sitting next to tignataro they they don't even show her die they don't even show like tiktok body girl like find her like and be like oh my god there she is it's just like no we gotta focus on this daddy daughter plot line that we had set up yeah, you're so right. That's so bizarre. <sighs> All right. Um, yeah, that's that's it for me. You got any other least favorite parts? I'm pretty much spent on it. There was just so many things that didn't need to be there, like Theo Rossi's character being a creepy perv didn't need to be there. But that Wait. goes with the whole thing of like, yeah, we need to sacrifice someone, and we prefer that he be a douchebag so we don't feel bad about it. Yeah, and that's fine, but, like, why did he come back at the end? Because like, he was a they... zombie. No, they made him an alpha. They made him kind of like a smart alpha zombie, uh, but it didn't really amount to anything. I think he was just, like, the alpha's toy. I don't think he was a smart alpha. Because well, we'll... they wanted him. They just wanted but to he play was, with him. But he was stalking the daughter, and did anything ever happen to him? Um. Yeah, Dave Batista 
I don't know. Doesn't he stab him? See, that's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. I can't. I, I can all. I thought that he didn't see his daughter until he busted into that stairway and then blew the grenade. You remember? I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. If you guys know what he we're talking about, please let us like, know. Once Dave Batista shoots the grenade into like the random hallway, Theo Rossi's character just like gets blown over, and like you assume he just dies. Hmm. Which is another pointless thing because we don't even really know what happens to him. We don't get any explanation on how, um, I forget his name, but they call him like Van something. He gets shut into a vault that we think has um, some sort of opening mechanism from the inside. And he gets that, like, that whole plot at the end where he actually has a bite that he forgot he. Yeah, he didn't even realize he got a bite on his arm. Yeah, with some pretty deep-ass, like, teeth marks, and he didn't realize it. Like, that was kind of weird. And, like, I don't know. Maybe in the prequels there'll be more of an explanation on all of this and why we needed this movie to be two and a half hours long. There's definitely room for a sequel. And we're getting prequels already, so we'll we'll see what happens What kind of sequel is there going to be? Dave Bautista's dead. The dude, the the zombie head zombie. He's a zombie man. though. Maybe the daughter. Yeah, I don't know. What the daughter going to Coachella? Is that what we're gonna see? And then they Coachella turns into zombie fest, and they they all turn into zombies. <laughs> Angelina Jolie could take a hit for sure. She can take a hit to the spine, no probs. Yeah, that's the review. I'm over it. Uh, go watch it. Even though there's a pretty pretty heavy handed on the the, the least favorite parts, just, just go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> what else did you watch this week, Brianna? Well, remember how last week I, I watched some new fascinating things? This week I really just was spent. I did okay. start um Modoc though. Oh, uh, I tried I tried. I I couldn't get into it's, it. It's uh it's weird. I like Patton Oswalt though, so I'm gonna give it a go. It's yeah, really I all like- my brain can like handle right now, so I don't mind. Did you watch anything? Yeah, I watched Mayor of Easttown. <laughs> Is that the one with Kate Winslet? Yeah, it's really fucking good, and she's going to win an Emmy. Can you tell me um, a little mini synopsis? So Kate Winslet plays a cop from Pittsburgh, or like a cop from a small town outside Pittsburgh, and she is investigating both the murder of a girl and the disappearance of a couple girls in the area. At the same time that she's like kind of grieving with the suicide of her son and her divorce. It's 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 humorous and uh there's a lot of good is like Is it really tech- or is it like funny like the father? No, no, it's it's there's like it's funny. Um <laughs> okay. and there's a there's a lot of good uh it's dramatic. There's a lot of good true it's very true detective-y kind of vibes, but the humor's in there and uh, the accent Kate Winslet's accent is phenomenal. It's so good. She she's just she sounds like she's right from Pittsburgh. It's it's great. Um I love Kate Winslet. So yeah, her the, it's called Mayor of Easttown because the town is Easttown, and Kate Winslet's ma- uh, character's name is Mayor, and she's also kind of like everybody knows her. It's a very tight knit community, so it works on multiple levels, and I definitely think you should check it out. Okay, I don't really think you need to run and go see Modoc, but uh, I'll finish it. It's only ten episodes right now, and then I'll move on. Nice, yeah. Mayor of Easttown's, I think. Seven or eight episodes, mini series. It's a mini series. What is it? What is it on? What platform? HBO Max. Okay. You know what I want to see after Modoc? 
What? The Borat supplemental reportings retrieved from floor of stable containing editing machine. Huh? What? Did you not see that? Headlines. <laughs> Headlines? What? No. What's that? Yeah, we're going. You, you got the call, girl. What, what, give me it. <laughs> it was, uh, I actually, when I was exiting out of my Roku, I saw it that it's on Amazon right now. So Borat subsequent movie film is releasing three like little mini deleted scene kind of things and it's called borat supplemental reportings retrieved from floor of stable containing editing machine and there's three little mini sods and they also have three long names that i'm not going to tell you because i'm fading but one of them (laughs) those are great though we should watch those we should watch those and review those like a little mini sode yeah one of them is extra footage from the circumcision thing okay (laughs) another one is when they when he goes into lockdown with those guys you know you remember yep yep i love i love yeah i loved that i love and then another one is like borat debunking conspiracy theories (laughs) oh that's great all right yeah we'll definitely watch those we'll do a little mini so when did those come out I think they're already out. I told you. I just saw them on Amazon. I think you can watch them already. Oh, we'll, we'll check those out. We'll see what we can do. Um, all right. So since we're already in headlines, <laughs> Bri- Brianna, Kevin Spacey said he could return to the big screen in an Italian film directed by Franco Nero, uh, confirmed by Variety. What do you think? What are your thoughts? What? Okay. What shocked me about this was... First of all, yeah, Kevin Spacey is getting a new role. Like, oh, what a fucking weasel. What a weasel. Okay, Aziz Ansari. <laughs> what a weasel. That you but just go to Italy and make a movie. The fact that it, he's going to Italy and, like, I guess Italy just doesn't give a fuck over there. You know, fucking but Roman the guy, Polanski. The guy, Franco, is, like, an American actor like he's acted in recent American films and it's like so you know what happened with Kevin Spacey it's not like you were in a Italy living in a hole like you're aware of the headlines that were coming out about him and you're like you know what that's cool and all but I still really respect Kevin Spacey as an actor and it's like okay well go fuck yourself (laughs) yeah that's fucking weird it's because he just got like absolved pretty much because that dude won't testify publicly so, like, now there's no case for it. So people can start, people with no scruples and morality in their body can start hiring Kevin Spacey for shit like that. Mm. It's the same, it's the same comedy, it's the same t- thing when, like, comedy club owners uh, let, um... Polly Shore let, what, let po- <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say TJ Miller <laughs> to do his rounds after he fucking, he started becoming a creeper, too. Um, I can't believe, yeah, I, I just, leave it, leave us alone, Kevin Spacey. We don't want to see you anymore. We're good. We're good. Okay? You're, you're If you want to support, rest. if you're in favor of supporting Kevin Spacey, just watch an old Kevin Spacey movie. Yeah. yeah watch yeah, him before only... you find out he's a fucking weirdo. Oh, God. Allegedly. Regardless of if this dude will test, yeah, allegedly, uh, of course. Uh, regardless of if this dude will testify or not, I still believe he's a alleged weirdo. That's for sure. Uh, Brianna, do you think that Fast and Furious 9 will do really well here in theaters? It made $160 million overseas this weekend, but I don't think it'll... I could be... T- I mean, 
Okay, there's a funny story about this. So I was when I was researching headlines, I saw how much it made in China, and I thought that I was just so overworked in such a down like a deep hole that I thought F9 had been released in America already, and I totally missed it. <laughs> oh my god, no, girl, you're not yeah. that overworked. Get over yourself. Um, but then I was like, after panicking, I was like, oh, it doesn't come out until like the summer. <laughs> actually it's not really the summer it comes out in like a couple weeks yeah it comes out in a couple weeks what do you think you think it's gonna make a lot of money but i was here? so mad i just i immediately just went oh my god look how much money they made i didn't really read that it was like overseas or in china i was just like what i missed it <laughs> okay so and my question still stands can you what do you think I think it'll it'll fucking slap over here in the in the states. Um, I think it'll dethrone Spiral, and I think people are just gonna be ready to go back into theaters without their masks on, just ready to go watch some fucking Vin Diesel in his prime, ish, behind the wheel, smelling like burnt rubber. I think people are just going to flock to the theaters for it. Really? I think, I don't, I don't know if I think flock. I think it'll get a healthy audience, uh, but I don't think it'll be like F8 <laughs> or Hobbs and Shaw. I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't know. I liked Hobbs and Shaw. It was like kind of random, but it was fine. <laughs> are people, are people clamoring to get back to the movies? Let us know if you're clamoring to get back to the movies. I'm not I mean, clamoring. I'm clamoring. I'm not going to go, but I'm like, oh, man, I really want to see Spiral. <laughs> yeah, there's some things I want to see, but yeah, not going. Miss me with that. No, I'm clamoring. I'm just, I'm not acting on the clamoring. I'm just clamming at my house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not that's gross. I don't want to, I don't want to know that. Bri clamoring. Brianna, Brianna, Brianna clamming at her house. It's gross. <laughs> Um, <laughs> what what's the movie you're gonna miss seeing in theaters the most? I think I mine was, was Godzilla vs Kong. Yeah, I was pretty bummed out that we couldn't see uh atomic breath the size of you know a building. Yeah, the surround sound and all that. Yeah, I wanted my little seat to rumble, but whatever. Yeah, mm, that's that's gone. That's okay, that's, it's neither here nor the there anymore. We'll yeah. just. That's in the past. I'm okay with watching mm. movies on my television for now, I guess. I think that um, this movie, Army of the Dead, would have been a pretty decent theater flick. Oh, 100%. I also, I would have, I saved so much money this year. There, a lot of good movies came out. Yeah. A lot of, yeah, like Nomadland would have been really nice to see a, a nice big screen. But think about how much money you saved at the same time. Yeah, but it's also being spent on other things that I don't need. So. <laughs> except, <laughs> except a fucking mic box. You had a mic hey, box Hey, I yet? told you I tried to make one and it didn't work out as yeah. well as I thought it was gonna. I I knew it was. The wouldn't. concept was there. The execution was lacking. <laughs> you got any headlines? Any more headlines? I saw a picture of fat Mark Wahlberg. Why is he getting fat? I couldn't tell if he was actually getting fat or he had fat put on him. 
No, I think he's getting fat because he's been like posting pictures of him like eating like a bunch of ice cream and like just like he's, like, he's getting ca- fat carbo for... loading. Oh, well, that's what I do, but I'm not getting fat for anything in preparation of for, for a roll. Um, yeah, the role is fat male lady. <laughs> um, I think he's he's setting up for a new role, and I hope it's like an actual serious movie where he's gaining weight for a purpose, not just for some other, you know, I'm yelling at trees movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is the this is where he yells at food. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm just fat. I don't have it in me. I've you never been I've never been able to to lose weight, mom. Sorry. Maybe he's emotional eating for everything he's done in the past is catching up to him and that's why he's eating his feeling. <laughs> Why, why can't I lose the weight, Ma? I just don't get it. <laughs> I mean, if his brother and his mom were such good chefs, you think he'd be fatter. But ooh, ooh, R R I P Mark Wahlberg's mom. <laughs> you shouldn't have, shouldn't have, shouldn't have done that, Brownie. Just the boy. <laughs> no, I bet his mom cooked really good. Yo, bet his mom's his mom died like two weeks ago. Oh my God! What? Yeah, I wasn't Maybe joking. That's why his... he's getting fat. Oh, no, I think his mom's just dead and he's getting fat. <laughs> she died? Yeah, like two weeks ago. How did I miss that? Probably because you're not watching the new season of Wahlburgers. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just Ew. <laughs> it wasn't on Wahlburgers. It was on the news because it's a real thing. She's dead. I don't watch the news. I can barely keep up with things that we're watching. If it's not in someone's mail that I deliver, I don't see it. And I'm not supposed Sh- to read the mail, so. Shout out Reese's Ultimate Peanut Butter Lover's Cups, by the way. Shout out to everyone that has a peanut allergy and has never had a Reese's Cup in their life. Thank you for reminding me. Uh, Well, when the zombie apocalypse comes, Brianna, and you want me to, you want me to end it for you, I'll shove two peanut butter cups right in your mouth while the zombies are eating And some you. Reese's Pieces. I heard those were really good, too. They're okay. They're not as good as peanut butter M&M's, if I'm being honest. Peanut butter or peanut? Peanut butter. I think I'd rather have the Reese's Pisses. You don't know. <laughs> you, you'd you never be able to make a, make a choice on that. I would love that, to so. nom on a Butterfinger as well. So if you can get one of those in there too, a Butterfinger would suffice. Um, I would also, you know, love to crush. This is a random one. I would love a payday. Now... No, they're not that great. I know. I just, I think that they're fascinating looking and I would really just want to experience it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Next week, we are watching Riders of Justice starring Mads Mikkelsen. Brianna doesn't even know what that is yet, so. I do love Mads Mikkelsen, though. Mads Mikkelsen is great. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Mads Mikkelsen trains like three geeky dudes to become assassins because his like wife gets killed or something like that i'll send you a trailer oh, it, hell yeah. It, yeah it looks badass so everybody get ready for that it goes mad <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for listening everybody we really appreciate it we love you um episode 46 or 47 if you're still if you're still tuning in we'll always appreciate it and shout out uh, to the 1am crew Shout out to that 1AM crew because we don't know why you do it, but you do. Shout out Bubba Burgers. Only the real OGs know what we're talking about. If you just laughed when Brianna said that, you, I fuck with you. You're you're a dope ass person. 
Fugly people only. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, if you get that, you're a real, real OG. And I fuck with you dumb heavy, crazy heavy. Make sure okay? you subscribe to our only, our only feet fans. <laughs> Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Instagram, in the Discord, Gmail, dick pics. You know the deal. Grab your soup, everybody. Brianna, say zum bye-bye. <laughs> I said zum bye bye in the movie. That's not fair. You took it. <laughs> I just asked you to say zum bye bye. You could have just said it. No, I said it first and you took my zum bye bye away from me. So now <laughs> it's zum bye bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye, beans. Bye.